you knew something was off the moment you woke up. You didn't know what it was exactly, but you knew in your gut that something was going to go wrong today. You should have listened. You went to school and met up with your friends, and you still had that feeling. You couldn't put your finger on it, but you knew something was off. Extremely off. Your friends met up with you at lunch, and they discussed with you how they wanted to have some fun tonight and try something new. They wanted to meet up in that rundown warehouse so that all of you wouldn't get caught. You knew deep down that it sounded like a bad idea, but you tried to be logical, and skepticism took over your mind. You didn't think anything would truly happen. You should have said no. The four of you went down to that warehouse and started to set up for a ritual to call spirits. Apparently your friends researched something called Nolvia, a magic practice that takes aspects from Wicca and Voodoo. They wanted to try out the rituals they could summon things they didn't understand just to see if they were real. And if by chance what they summoned was indeed real, then they would capture it on a video shared around the internet for popularity. You should have stopped them. You saw them create a heptagram on the floor with black spray paint, writing weird symbols from the diagrams they saw while they were researching Nolvia. You felt uneasy as you saw them set up candles, and even burn sage and set up salt to protect you all from anything evil that may try to attack you. However, even with all that protection, you still felt something was off. You should have stopped this. You all joined hands and chanted something one of your friends told you would make the ritual work. At first you felt nothing was wrong, even doubted that something would rise from the simple in front of you all. You even started to joke around and snicker underneath your breath to calm yourself down. But there was still that hint of anxiety that told you to stop and run before anything happened to you. You didn't want to believe it though. You were convinced that nothing was going to happen. You even boldly called out the name of the spirit you wanted to summon and asked if it was there. You teased it because you thought nothing was going to happen. And when you opened your eyes with your friends, you looked around to see the candles and the sage were still lit. You sighed to yourself a little and you started to boast about how much of a crock that ritual was. You should have done that. In the darkness, you can hear the panicked whimpers of your friends. You felt the anxiety and fear in your chest pumping, trying to claw and escape from you. And you were frozen though, and you couldn't do anything but watch as the heptagram glowed a grayish light in front of you and your friends. You all saw the flames of the candles illuminate a reddish maroon flame light up one by one, and backed away from the ritual space. You all watched as the grayish light became a dim beacon in front of you, and a hand reaching out of it gripping the ground in front of you. It pulled itself up from the portal to reveal an ashen body with dark slits for eyes, a mangled and wide jaw with sharp teeth, long arms, big hands with seven fingers, and an agile frame. You thought it looked human, but its features were disturbing. You could tell that it was something more intense and malevolent. It looked at you with its eyes and smiled. And you just stood there. That thing slowly walked towards one of your friends as he backed up. It just smiled as it backed him up into the wall and slowly raised him off his feet with his multi-digit hand. And as he screamed and pleaded for his life, it smiled as it ripped apart his face with its jagged teeth. Blood and viscera were tossed around as everyone looked on in horror, letting out blood-curdling screams as the monster chewed on your friend's face with absolute delight and swallowing chunks of its brain and skin tissue. You tried to make a break for it. That monster quickly threw down your friend's carcass and started to work on the other two, toying with him as he chased him around the warehouse. One of your friends, sadly, was caught by the neck and impelled by the creature's hand through his chest. You and your remaining friend stood by the warehouse door, staring helplessly until the predator locked the ties on both of you. As you both stumbled out the door, the monster caught up on the hills of your last remaining friend. 
The last image you saw of her was a look of shock and immediate fear as she was dragged back into the dark warehouse. You can still hear her screams as you ran to your bike and pedaled away to safety. You should have avoided this. You should have done this. You shouldn't have came. As you rode your bike to freedom, you kept checking over your shoulder to see if that thing was following behind you. You looked at every shadow, every alley, every tree to make sure that the monster wasn't following you. And when you turned that last corner and made it into your neighborhood, you felt a relieved feeling. You were for sure you made it there in one piece. That thing was too busy eating your friends to catch up to you, and there was no way you saw it in the shadows. Your mind was playing tricks on you. Or that's what you kept saying to make yourself feel at ease. You put your bike on the side of your house and then went to the front door to look inside for your parents. All you saw was darkness. But you remembered they were out tonight. So you had the house to yourself. You were safe. Right? As you got out of the shower, you saw the news alert on your phone. The police found your friends and their mangled remains. They don't know what did it, but the story's still developing. You went down to the kitchen to get some water because you didn't have an appetite. As you closed the refrigerator door, you felt that same feeling you had this morning. That nervous and uneasy feeling hit your chest harder than anything you've ever felt, and you were scared to turn around. You then see a gray hand touch your shoulder. You were followed. The monster lifted you up and slammed you against the wall. You could feel your back throbbing in agony. You had fear in your eyes, and in that moment you regretted everything. You regretted not stopping the ritual. You regretted uttering those words that called out the demon. You regretted following your friends. You regretted it all. And you're probably asking how I know everything from your perspective, aren't you? That's simple. I watched you. I looked at you from my room, and when you summoned me, your fear smelled so delectable that I had to taste it for myself. Looking into your eyes, I could see that delicious fear building up inside of you, and I know you don't want my appearance to be the last thing you see, but you're the one to blame for that. After all, you should have ran.